Guys, right for me to move on to the alpha mask? I mean, yeah, let's go to the Joker mask. I didn't realise. Okay. Let's right, just, we'll, we'll do that. Um, Humour can be used as a mask that shields both the wearer and those around him. So, sorry, French, just to cut you. What, what page of the Joker mask? Is it one, two... I'm not too sure. One, one, two. For, the, for those of you with the book, sorry, we've just we missed out a, a mask like this, so we're just gonna go. <laughs> My apologies. We're gonna, we're gonna go back and just um, revisit, revisit that mask, and it's the Joker mask, which if you've got your books, is actually on page one three one. The effects of making another person laugh are reminiscent of fast-acting drugs. You feel instantly better. And the results are addictive. Sad people make careers out of making us laugh. That's on page 132. Does being funny make you more manly, do you reckon? No. Sorry, that's a very simple answer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it doesn't add or take away anything from me. Yeah. It does, okay. it, and, it, and it depends, it also depends on the recipient or the person you're with. Mm. That's, for me, that's the break, that's the easiest way to break it down. Yeah. Because I think, like, I, I'm a very unique character and individual. And I think if you don't get my sense of humour, a relationship between it's not going to work because I think that's a big part of my character. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I agree with Poker. It doesn't make you more manly, but at the same time, it does. It doesn't. Um, sorry, it doesn't add to your manliness. But at the same time, it doesn't take, take away. away from your manliness yeah. either. Yeah, no, I what'd agree. You, you no, I, I agree. I agree. To be honest, men who wear this mask deflect this pain with humour, so they never have to feed it. The opposite of pain is pleasure or joy, and that's the thing they want to focus on the most. The thing they don't have. Do you think sarcasm is a reflection of pain in regards to this, in that in that last statement? It can be. Yeah. It can be. Um trying to think of an example. It can yeah. Well sometimes if I'm in a mood, I can be I can be very sarcastic with the person I'm with. And it's no reflection on them because I could be they could say something else. They could say the same thing at any at another time mm. and I'll like I can laugh it off or I can it it would just be a joke yeah, or whatever just go for exactly yeah. but it depends on the mood I am sometimes if I'm in a bad mood I can be very I can just be yeah I can I can I can be like it's not that I'm coming across horrible but it's definitely like you're just being really sarcastic with me and just like you mm. know what I mean it's not it's not nice and I can I can do it the way I could do it yes yeah. I can really be <coughs> not nice with it as well to make the person feel really small mm-hmm. so I know I have that in my armory so to speak. <laughs> What about you, Pete? So it's sarcasm, a, ref- a deflection of pain. And yeah, in some in some ways, yeah. I think I mean it kind of touches that throughout the whole Joker mask in regards to the job, the the mask itself deflecting from your own your own pain. So sarcasm, I'm going to say, is maybe forms a makeup of like the Joker mask. So yeah, I'm going to say so. Yeah, a little bit. I never saw. I never looked at a sarcasm of deflection of pain. Never really did, but. Because I mean, I'm very sarcastic, I can be very sarcastic as well. I think it but depends. It's not in a. It's more. I'm just being humorous. It's not. Um, nothing's being said that would make me feel any kind of way. I'm gonna say it in the way that Mason was saying it. So he was saying. So you. Sorry, I forget how you finished the sentence. Mm. You were saying you can do it in such a way where it's not spiteful. You said. But yeah, you can twist the twist the knife. So yeah. So that type of that type of sarcasm. I think yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That. I think so. In essence, there's probably two different types of sarcasm. Mm. Yeah, Might be true. more, but I'm looking at two now. Yeah, no, no, but it makes sense. Like many people, I want to avoid being the dark cloud in other people's lives, so I pretend things are sunny, even when they're obviously not. 
So I keep things light or at a surface level. I want to talk about other people. I want to focus on other people's challenges because focus on my own feels vulnerable. Can anyone relate? This is, and that last statement is Lewis Howes kind of speaking on that. Proxico. Um, <laughs> yes and no. I mean, where, with where I am, I'm now, mm. no, but I'm, I'd imagine I might have done so in the past. Um, it's funny because I think they touch on, <coughs> I forget the community, how can I forget the community's name? Um, <coughs> sorry, Robbie Williams? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Robbie or Robin? Robin, Robin Williams, so apologies. Yeah, Robin. yeah, where, obviously, unfortunately, obviously, he committed suicide. I forget what year it was, but I do remember that quite well. Mm. And where, obviously, he's played so many different types of people. and characters. In, in, Thank you. Yeah. And characters where, well, he's a fantastic actor anyway, but yeah. again, um, and unfortunately, obviously, due to the fact of him maybe playing so many different characters, it might be very, very difficult to depict and to decipher, obviously, generally how he feels because because of his nature in terms of all being always being very, very jokey, he deflects from how he actually feels. Mm -hmm. So I think people can, <coughs> people do definitely deflect by using jokes and you having a joker mask as to how they feel. I think it's definitely a common theme in high school, actually, where I think you find people, you find the jokey person always making jokes, but by and large, they're in, they're in a, they're in a, they're in a, I want to say a bad, bad place. place. They're in a bad place. Mm. And I think I've definitely, in fact, I don't know if I said no to begin with, but I think I've definitely, be, definitely been a place where I've used jokes not necessarily to deflect from where I feel, but when I've maybe come out from my house or come up, come out from a space where um, it wasn't quite pleasurable, and then when you come out, you also come out of a shell, and then also you're a bit more jokey, jokey, jokey to deflect from genuinely how you feel to take yourself to take yourself into a space where you feel actually a bit more happier. Yeah, no, I get that. And that probably explains. I know we spoke about school and education. I think that's what a lot of kids do when they come to school. They come from a place where, at home where things are not quite right. They come into school, and all of a sudden, this energy and this emotion, and um, they start vocalizing things which they should or shouldn't be doing. And ultimately, they get themselves in trouble. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts, French? Um, can I relate to it? I mean, yeah, what well, everything P was just saying, yeah. But in in regards to yeah, no, I definitely can. I can't give an example at the moment. But there, I guess there are times when you put on that mask of just being happy and, do you know what I mean, just getting on with it, even though inside you might be feeling shit or whatever or not. So I'd definitely say it's a, a mask that I've worn, but I'm not really a tell a bag of jokes and try and make everyone laugh yeah. intentionally. Yeah. But I will put on the happy smiley yeah, laugh at, yeah okay, laugh laugh along with the jokes masks you know what i mean like yeah, not yeah. yeah is that do you think that's a combination of masks as well sorry as well yeah yeah possibly but i think in general we do interchange a lot of our masks that come that come around especially the ones that has been mentioned in this book we definitely interchange constantly i mean yeah, I think we definitely should. I'm looking at something here mm. and it says, um, I've put up a fair share of fronts in my life. Now, I'm not too sure what it goes into, but I think sometimes just like, for example, oh, we go to work tomorrow. Well, unfortunately I do. All right, so, <laughs> so um, we go to work tomorrow and I know the moment I walk through the door, I don't know, in fact, no, mind you, I like this school. So, but by and large, not that I'm not happy, but I'd rather not be there. It sounds really wrong, but I'd rather not be there. And I know nobody wants to be at work, but I'm in a place where... Um, I just want to say I'm not happy, actually. Um, Are you? Oh, that's a bloody great question. Am <laughs> I happy at this moment in time? 
I'm going to say yes, stroke, no. There's things I'm happy with <laughs> and things I'm not happy with. Mm. But I can't wait to get through the next couple of weeks. And I think once I get through the next couple of weeks, then I'll see things a bit more clearer. I feel at this moment in time with the work I'm doing, I feel my time is being occupied where I can't do the things I want. And I'm really, really tired, mm. which is kind of leading into, like tomorrow I'm going to work and I'm really tired. But when I go into work, it's going to be, hi, how are you doing? Smiles, laughs. Yeah. I'm teaching um, rounders. I can't go there. Take your bat, take your ball, and go play. I've got to have a smile, a laugh on my face. I'm smile. I've got a yeah. smile, I've got a laugh, be very, very jovial with some of the kids. Yeah. And I will naturally be very jovial with them. Um, but that has probably began with a front, and then it's led to me being in a happy space. Yeah. By then, in the lesson, I'm probably laughing. But yeah. in, the, in the morning, that's not where I'm doing. That's not what I'm doing. I'm running. <laughs> oh, I'm fragile, fragile, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I think a lot of people have fronts. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Humour becomes the ultimate mask, one that gets you what you always wanted, acceptance for being the opposite of who you've always been, different. Mm -hmm. Not surprisingly, this detachment from the emotions and the identity hidden behind the mask can have profound effects on the relationships and professional life and overall happiness. And that's on page 138. The ones who are silly, that tell non-stop stories and jokes, they may be struggling more than most. There was a study done on, uh, on how men and women react to movies and the results were revealing. Men experience the same emotions as women when, when, watch, when, watch, on, when, when watch on several films. When watched on several Watches, films. Yeah. However, they did not express those emotions the same way as the women in the study, wrote psychologist Anne Kring and Albert Gordon. Have you ever watched a film with a partner and felt emotional but chose not to show it? I've watched films by myself and felt emotional and chose not to show it. Yeah. <laughs> Straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. Just in case anyone's yeah. watching. Cold. Cold. <laughs> I can relate to that still. I've had this session before. Um, in the, in, in episode one, I think that is cold. That's probably the reason why I can't watch films at this moment in time. Not because I'm getting too emotional, but I will start. It will take you, because sometimes these films can take me to a place. Yeah, a good place and a bad place. So the one film that I know I can't watch, I've watched a couple of times recently is, come on, man, oh, the Law Abiding Citizen. Mm -hmm. I I don't know why. I just I don't want to go. into I think it. I know why, but I won't go into it. What did you get it, emotional? No, I get vexed, boy. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> I get vexed. I'll be standing up in the evening. You're just, just <laughs> looking in mirrors, and I'm getting mad up in here, boy. So, <laughs> and the images are really, really powerful to me. Yeah. Really powerful to me. I think I think I think um, I think the reason I think you can relate to that a little bit not you personally but you ha you can relate yeah. to it does that make sense yeah yeah that's probably yeah, why yeah, you yeah. think hard you feel hard done by yeah hundred yeah so def definitely I but it's funny right. like I just think the, ta the title the I don't want to go too much into I think the title of the film is really really powerful mm. law abiding citizen you doesn't matter what you do alright I don't know you're always not going to be in trouble I think these are probably um, bad words I'm using but you're always, you may potentially still find yourself in a place in a bad place I for anyone who's I watched the film it's a very good film yeah, yeah. I, yeah I take the title to mean something slightly different go on please tell me in that um, you could be a law abiding citizen but justice doesn't get served yeah sorry you've probably um, articulated a little bit better than myself but but you have but yeah which I think is really really bad which you don't want well let's not go down that route in terms of okay. politics and stuff like that because we 
Well, we don't want that. All right, so bring it back <laughs> to the Joker mask. <laughs> In terms of sometimes joking isn't about making fun of someone. It's about making fun of a situation to disconnect ourselves from whatever uncomfortable emotion it creates in us. Guys in particular are great at this. Um, humor's always allowed me, and this is Lewis Howes talking, humor always allowed me to engage in relationships without risk. Using humor, I was able to do to detail conversations before they ever go too deep, to derail conversations before they ever go too deep, thus keeping people at arm's length. Keeping them at safe distance. What's that? I know a lot of people do that. Keeping them at safe distance emotionally. Unfortunately, this behaviour unwittingly and became a barricade to intimacy. One of the things I desire most in life, true communion with my wife, true communication with my wife, was being frustrated by my subconscious fear of being vulnerable vulnerable and displayed by the way of humour um, he goes on to say what can we do right now and the advice he offers to men is to give yourself I don't know what's, what I've written there sorry I've, I've yeah I've, that's fine do you know what's I'm just gonna cause something just popped to my mind yeah like, go on the joker mask and being in like an uncomfortable situational setting and trying to use your jokes or put on the or portray the joke or mask um, to try and get yourself out of that or just to make light humor or something which um, which actually is a very serious situation and I've actually I used to like well I still do to a certain extent but I used to a lot more play the joke or mask and especially and What's hap- what happens with me is sometimes I'll be in a situational <coughs> setting where I don't know how, I don't know what is the right and I've got inverted commas up for those listening the right way to behave mm. like I'm spo- maybe I'm supposed to feel a sense of s- sadness or um, compassion but for some reason or um, yeah some that, that type of emotion but like for some empathy but for some reason <coughs> it's just not coming through and I'll try and make it and I've this happened to me a couple of times and one sticks really points out and it was really bad and after this I said you know what it's better that I just easy easy thing for me is not to say anything and stay clear of something which is which is a sad situation and I'll give you this example it's really bad so at my old place of work this was kind of in the first year or so that I started there um, we had someone in our workplace who got diagnosed with um, with cancer mm. And they went through chemo. Chemo is where you lose your hair, like you lose your hair and stuff like that. So they went through chemotherapy. They took a lot of time off work, and they're relatively young. They, were, I think, they were in their late twenties. So anyway, they've um, cancer's been cleared. They've then they've popped back into the workplace and like kind of sat down in like the break, what we call the breakout area, to have lunch. Everyone's coming in. Oh, how you doing? Oh, it's so good to see you. How you been getting? How's the treatment? How you been feeling? So I've walked out now, and like. I said, oh, like, oh, so good to see you, blah, blah, you get on, yeah. And there's a big crowd here, by the mm. way. For some reason, like, I didn't, as I said, you don't nerves and I carry on chatting. Yeah. So the person said, yeah, the chemo's gone really well. And I've turned around and said, oh, you don't want to come back here too soon because you, you lose your hair again. Yeah. And I know, and wow, literally, <laughs> that's wow. You could, you'd be able to hear a gust of wind go past. Yeah. Like it just went silent. And <laughs> yeah. I just kept wow. it moving, and I was just like, "What is wrong with you, Mace? Yeah. Like, Mason, what's wrong with you?" <laughs> and after that, after that day, I said, "You know what? Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Just be there, and just keep your mouth shut. Your presence is enough." 
Yeah, that's a mad one. Yeah, so. that wasn't good. And, and people that were there that are friends of mine, they never let me live it down. Yeah, they don't think they should, mate. To be honest. <laughs> um, the last bit I was going to mention, basically, there's a time to tell the truth and a time to be serious. Connect to the people who surround you, the environment and the mood. And that's on page 152. Mm-hmm. And that covers... Sorry, just finishing off, not even yeah. finishing off, just um, adding a point. Mm-hmm. And we've, obviously, we've, obviously we're speaking about the Joker mask and I think maybe just touching on the Robin Williams thing, um, I'm not too sure we've delved too much into it. But I think for those of you who generally wear the Joker mask, I think um, pain obviously can be a very lonely place and men generally don't speak on the issues. And obviously because of that, sometimes things generally kind of spiral out of control. And for those men who generally obviously wear the joker mask and wear it with a plum and use it very well to the point where they're very much like robin williams where they're telling loads of different jokes and probably don't get an opportunity to um, speak up on their issues i think can be a very dangerous thing to the point obviously where again as i've just mentioned before um sometimes things can like spiral out of control and before you know it you're in a place where it's very difficult to kind of turn your life around dare i say mm. cool Cool. Moving on to the alpha mask. Yeah. My time to shine, baby. Right, the alpha mask. So the alpha mask relates to the term alpha male. There's many like definitions you'll probably find on your search engines, the internet and stuff. But one such definition which I, which I found was for the alpha male, a man tending to assume a dominant or domineering role in the social or professional situations. So in the mask of mask in the book the mask of masculinity scenarios are given as to when your alpha mask may surface, such as someone getting rude to you in a bar, someone getting all the attention in a meeting, or someone being rude to you over the phone. All of which point to a feeling of being made to feel less than or downgraded. Mm. Have any of you guys ever been in a situation where you felt disrespected or that someone has challenged your very existence as a man? What did you do? How did you react? Do you think you'd react the same way now as you may have done in the past if this was in your younger days? What was that last bit, sorry? Um, so, blah, 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 blah. Do you think you'd react the same way now yeah. as you may have done reacting to this particular situation, the example you may give? Yeah. Or if this was in your younger days, would you react different now to how you may have, say, five, ten years ago? Or maybe five, ten months ago? Um I think in regards to I'm thinking of an example now um, in regards to being an alpha male when we was in school uh, there was a couple of girls that um, I knew just through like family friends and we would say oh that's my cousin you know like old school right? yeah, that's my yeah, cousin yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. cousin mm. so yeah there's a couple a uh, couple of girls that I know and one of them went to a particular girl school okay. locally whatever yeah, yeah. and um, I went to another school and apparently uh, the, someone from my school met her, must have seen her at um, a sports day or whatever. You know, we had the sports days for yeah, all, all the, the schools yeah. and all that. So apparently someone from my school said something to her or was rude to her or, do you know what I mean? Said something, I don't know what the conversation, I can't remember what it was, but was being rude and, do you know what I mean, being disrespectful. So word got back to me straight away and it was a case of, oh, who this guy is and I found out who the guy was mm. so obviously everyone's talking about it everyone's talking about it so I've stuck it on him I've gone to go stick it on him like, like what, what is it and he didn't want to fight so we didn't fight but I was willing to then take it to that <laughs> yeah to risk 
the yeah. Other things. Yeah, just on the back <laughs> of like you're being disrespectful to to my, to my people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to my people that I just know. But do you know what I mean? Uh, would I react different to it now? Um, yeah, obviously I'm mature. I'm not gonna go and try and fight someone mm-hmm. if there's been miscommunication. But if if it was different, I guess I'm not gonna try and make another scenario. But if like someone put hands on them or someone that's close to me, then I probably would react pretty much the same way. Mm-hmm. So it could be dependent on the, on the situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you ever been in a situation where you've been challenged as a man, Pox? Um, felt disrespected? Felt like someone's challenging your manliness, your manhood? <laughs> um, you know, it's funny, obviously, we've, we've known each other long enough, so you might be able to think of examples, yeah. but um, in terms of younger childhood, I can't think of like, I can't think of anything specific but the first thing that crossed my mind in terms of because um, we're talking about disrespect now aren't we yeah. cool so the first thing that crossed my mind in recent time and this is an adult like I know better I know better I know better I know better, <laughs> better. alright so um, oh, so this in regards to my brother's my, in regards to my brother so and this is actually with the law so and I, I'm, I'm, this is dead serious I, 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 I took a strong offence to this so um, I'll start this one anyway so um, I think my brother's car got clamped or not clamped it was in a, in a pound or something along those lines it's taken a while to get all the paperwork I don't know why they've delayed and give me the paperwork and I think when I've received it I think the car's going to be crushed or something like that <laughs> in the next day or so um, so I've explained it to the solicitor they've understood so on and so forth I've spoken to the, the pound and um, I've come up with my reason but whatever I'm going to explain to them is like makes reasonable sense I've got an issue here I'm not going to be able to get this until tomorrow because this is here mm. so it's not even logistically possible mm-hmm. so the guy's gone to me on the phone I'm going to crush it anyway <laughs> <laughs> like, so, and I thought and, and at that point you know, you speak, I'm speaking to him very calmly I said no hold on listen <laughs> this is what's happened and then he told me I said cool I'm coming and I said no I said I want you to, this is what I told him I want you to tell me that when I arrive. <laughs> and then I put the phone down and I went. And yeah. I went there. Unfortunately, he didn't come. Obviously, I was dead serious. Yeah. Um, I was dead, dead serious. <laughs> All right. So I went round there and he didn't want to come out, obviously. Yeah. And they were able to resolve the situation where okay. I was able to get the car out. No problems. Um, no no problems, if buts or maybes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm laughing because, obviously, uh, we're talking about um, sorry, the alpha mask. And you spoke about childhood and stuff like that where... Um, there may be a lack of maturity and being able to talk it out and stuff like yeah, that yeah. but there are times where I feel lines are crossed and stuff like yeah, that where still yeah no it's still that where I feel there's no going back mm. where see like if he told me unfortunately if he said this to me, unfortunately this is the protocol blah yeah, blah yeah. I understand he was like I'm crushing the car anyway yeah. and the way he said and I said I said alright cool Dang. yeah I thought cool <laughs> I thought alright no problem I said I've given you two three times to like change your answer but you've being quite comfortable in being aggressive with your approach, mm. so we're gonna have to. You're gonna have to tell me that to my face. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so that's my example. How, how long ago was this? This was. I'm gonna say it was about four years ago, three, Which, four years and ago. Do you think right? You would have it's done exactly exactly the same, the same thing. Okay. You can't be talking to me like that. I didn't. I didn't like the way you said that. Mm-hmm. There's, I think there's definitely there's definitely been situations where uh, probably very similar to that. Where and did you think he was taking you for a boy? Basically? He was taking you for yeah. a fool, yeah. definitely 100. Yeah. Or oh, he felt comfortable on the phone, thinking that he would never yeah. see me. Yeah. 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 Um, little do you know, I live five, ten minutes away, so I, I'm comfortable <laughs> making that journey. Um, so yeah, but apart from that, um, I think there's definitely been situations maybe in the past where people have got into scuffles and stuff. Like I can't think of an example where maybe now, now we're older, we can talk and mm-hmm. hash things out. Um, yeah, I think definitely with age and maturity, I think things change. 
you know what? Um, one of the reasons I raised this is because I watched a, a like a you know one of them kind of panorama type documentary from the BBC, mm. and it was to do obviously we know what's in the media with knife crime blah blah blah. It was to do with some boys that were caught up in the system, and I think it was the BBC had gone into the jail system and spoke to a couple of boys who had been convicted of a knife crime such as stabbing or killing, and they were maybe two or three years into their sentences, and all of them the boys they were saying how much they wish they could go back like they wish they hadn't done it they were just they were angry they were young they were stupid they were hanging around with friends and they they seemed like they had matured so much in that short space of time yeah. and it just makes me think that like with age comes wisdom and the way we'd react to certain situations yeah of would, course yeah would yeah. just would be completely different sometimes it's even it could be a situation that happened for me even yesterday and happened the same thing <coughs> happened tomorrow so it's two days but I've learned from the first one like the things that like, I could have them boys could have had something in their car for me I, it was ridiculous whereas yeah. tomorrow I might be do you know what within within three minutes I'm going to forget about this it's not even going to be relevant do you know what yeah, I mean yeah, so yeah. it's literally it can be learning from day to day it doesn't even have to be such a big time lapse mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. You know, I do have an example. So I know one that crossed my mind. Um, in crossing borders, um, no, no, in crossing, bo- yeah, in crossing <laughs> yeah, borders. So yeah, that. so I was going from Peru into Bolivia, and for some strange reason, some strange reason, yeah, we'll say they were picking on me, and they didn't really want me to cross the border. So I remember being on the bus. It was early in the morning, and in some of my experiences in Peru, I told myself, you know what, I need to know people right now because the bus had broken down, and we had to walk maybe five, ten minutes to cross the border. So basically, gone into the immigration office, and the officers there, loads of policemen, basically the army, all right, essentially the army kind of thing, um, wouldn't allow me to cross. And it took these girls who I'd met um, over the past five, ten minutes, to which we'd experienced another thing where officers had tried to rob us and stuff like that, and I had to like take their stuff and and just warn them that they may get robbed. But once we come, obviously, in and amongst the police officers and everyone got their passports stamped and stuff like that, they weren't stamped mine, the girls were like, you know what, we got to turn on the waterworks and stuff like that. And I, what the things that I learned at that moment in time was there's three or four different officers and a lot of them were puffing their chest out as to, I'm not, I'm not going across into Bolivia and this and that and the third. And I had to lower my tones, I had to say pleases or pavavors and this and that and the other. Um, understand, it's not a situation that I'm necessarily going to being control of and the only narrative I got control is actually not being obedient but being respectful in a way that he understands that I'm passive he and I want be, no problems yeah he can be domineering thank you so yeah so that that's probably a situation that I can think of in recent times was time. there any logical explanation why they wouldn't stamp your passport um, was, did, was you the only person that experienced that yeah I was the only person that experienced it in fact we kind of like it kind of like held the bus up because we're all going together in one direction so yeah. it held up the bus Eventually, obviously, the girls I was with, and, yeah, the girls I was with was like, we got to turn the water works. Like, mm. me, I, I don't have to turn on the, the water works and cry. So I was like, you know, you know, the ones when you're rubbing your eyes and you're rubbing your eyes and stuff like that, pretending you're stressed and stuff like that. Yeah. But because my Spanish was relatively good at the time, I was just explaining, listen, I just want to, I'm with these, I just want to go into Bolivia. I just want to, well, not everyone to give a time, good time, but it was very simple. I'm here, I'm traveling, I'm going from one place to another. I need, in order for that to continue, I need to come into, I need to come into Bolivia. That was it, really. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, good times. <laughs> um, moving on going on to one, page one ni- page 196 Lewis House mentioned someone called Chris Voss who I think for 24 years he worked for the FBI and was like a hostage negotiator and this is also in relation to the Alpha Mask he states that when demands are made in a hostage situation that the, <coughs> the demands 
<clears throat> sorry, the actual demand that they want, say they want $10 million, is actually third on their list. The first two things are being in control and being respected, which leads back to the alpha mask. Um, Lewis, um, on, however, on, Lewis Howes, however, on page 198, goes on to state that bar fights... Un- I don't know where I was going with that, but anyway, that's just a statement. Um, on page 198... Lewis, Hay- Lewis Howes goes on to state that bar fights and gang violence are the need to establish one's pre- one presence or dominance, one's presence of dominance or strength. Um, are there times in life when it's important to outwardly portray the alpha male mask? Um, maybe when you need to take control of a situation, when um, there's panic, possibly you need to be almost okay. I'm gonna set set pace mm. like, okay this is what's going to go we're going to do this we're going to do that so almost like um there's been times when i've been like i used to work in schools before and there could be there's there could be times when there's no one that's new that's basically everyone in the room is new so you can have a new teacher mm-hmm. i could be new and the students <clears throat> are running around so you almost have to be like okay i'm gonna raise my voice and almost bark and when you do that, everyone stops and then you take control in that situation. So I think there are times when, yeah, you do need to step up to the plate and use that alpha male side of you if you have it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to a good cause. What about you, Pete? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think everyone has, yeah, I'm going to say by and large, I think everyone has an alpha male trait, um, where they begin to take control of things. Obviously, I know the degrees are the, the 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 degrees are varying, but I think I'm trying to think of one in particular scenario. I think there was one time when I don't know, Mason. You, I think I'm sure, quite sure you were there um, when we were in. I'm going to say Poland. Do you remember that time when the cab driver tried to um, charge us an astronomical price? You know, what I mean? it's going to be bad sometimes. Okay, cool. All right. Who was so he with? I, was he with um, Laura and? Yeah, I was with them, but I'm trying to think which ones it was. Um, which one because you know sometimes not all of them came okay. um, but I remember this situation quite well um, in that I kind of recalled maybe some of the situations I had when travelling and I thought to myself this guy's taking the piss mm-hmm. alright and anyway so this, this, the story is we got in the cab I think we were quoted one price at the hotel mm-hmm. or the hostel sorry and then once we got to the airport he's, he's quoted us on like 10-15 times the price talking yeah. about how on Sundays it's different in his country <laughs> right? Right? but at this point I've been to Argentina, where I don't know actually what I was about to say. I've been in places where people are trying to con you for it's normal, yeah. right? People are trying to try to hear people go, This $20 is fake. Let me give no, you should have this one. <laughs> Seriously, I've had that where and they've exchanged fake notes, all that yeah. type of stuff. I've had that nonsense with me, you know what I'm saying? So I've seen all this type of stuff before. And I remember being in the back of the cab, and I remember the girls in the front like arguing with the cab driver. And I was like, Does everyone get out, right? Because what this dude is not going to do, he ain't getting out. And he ain't following us to the airport and then talking nonsense to someone else saying on a Sunday is 10, 15 times the price. Everyone's going to look at him crazy. He's talking nonsense. Because <laughs> like everyone just got out of the car, he ain't doing shit. All right? Excuse my language, but he ain't doing nothing. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that, that was one time where I felt um, maybe taking charge or something. No, making a decisive decision wasn't taking place. So I felt negotiating with him wasn't necessarily the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, miss? Yeah, there are times, whether it's even... So my second job that I've mentioned before that I have, I'm one of the most more senior figures now. And even though I'm only there like once a week or one and a half times a week, um, there's often different people with me, whether it's new starters or whether it's people who work different days and whatever. And they need to know they're coming into my world on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm the boss. I run this ship. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard these stories. <laughs> yeah. And it's simple as that. Like, and I do listen sometimes, sparingly, but like... <laughs> But they just need to know, I don't know how you guys work on another day, but on this day, this is how it runs, and my strip always runs smoothly. So I think I know what I'm doing, and you just, you, you stay inside for the ride. <laughs> so there yeah. is times, that's just one of the examples yeah. I can think of. Cool. Um, moving on. So later on in the book, and I can't remember what page it is, it might be 198 or 199, Glenn Harris, who was a football coach from Boston, stated that most alpha man alpha men should I say share the deep share deep insecurities he re- went on to relate this to the need to go to the gym take steroids wearing about hair loss etc and generally stating that these men compensate for their feeling of insecurity through unhealthy extreme behaviour what's your thoughts on this guys what in terms of M- most men sharing deep insecurities that, that most alpha men share deep insecurities um, so I was gonna say that's very very similar to like a front, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, I think so. I think yeah, I do believe that. I think obviously I've mentioned it before. I forget the invincible, um, invincible mask where sometimes you're pushing yourself to a place where you've never been before, and I think when doing so, there is a sense of insecurity, but you're brave enough to take yourself to that place. It may be a little bit different this scenario, um, but I think by and large, I mean people can sit here and we can lie, but I think a lot of people definitely have insecurities. It's a case of how many insecurities do you have? Some have a couple insecurities, some have many, and some people just understand, yeah, this is insecurity that I have, I've just learned to live with it. Yeah, but maybe, I mean, in regards to doing the, the, the gym and things you mentioned mm-hmm. just a minute ago, that's to compensate for it. For? For the insecurities. Yeah, so they're saying that, like, you know, like some guys will go to the gym they'll take steroids and they'll just need to be big and you know mm. butch and it's like it's the composite for the fact that maybe they've got no personality yeah, yeah, yeah they, no, they can't have a discussion yeah no I definitely agree I think that you see that quite a lot you see that quite a lot even just that point that he's making you get um, a lot of guys that are going out out and about night on, on a night out and they look like wedge and whatever whatnot. but if you actually talk to them mm. they literally got no personality or there's nothing else about them besides actually their their, their image so yeah that's that's mm-hmm. not to say relatable but I understand that train of thought mm-hmm. um, another quote that I found interesting in the Alpha Mars chapter guys don't sit around wanting to be alphas from when they're young it's something that creeps in and it often comes from the environment with this being said what role, if any, does your environment play in shaping the alpha mask within an individual? What role? What role in society? What What role does your environment play in shaping you to become yeah, an alpha Yeah, definitely. Male? I think you are a product of your environment to a degree, obviously. Um, if, you, if, you, if you grow up in a surrounding which is everything is nice and everything is well to do mm-hmm. you're not how you perceive something is going to be different to someone that's grow, grown up in a not so nice environment that's a bit more harder and that's to be a, a bit more um, thoughtful about how they, they get their next meal or whatever it may be whatever it may be so yeah I definitely think the environment plays a role mm-hmm. and you want it to be the alpha male because if you're in an environment where if you're in an environment where not so much um, competition is called for, where 
all right, you're going to be number one. I think, P, you've mentioned it in terms of where we have a, a competition that everyone wins. Yeah. Yeah, so in that, in that regard, the environment, if you're brought up in an environment where you have to be the winner, then obviously you're going to want to be the alpha male to always be on top. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.